ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fanboys, fangirls, and especially this week, wrestling fans of all ages. You've come to the right place. This is the Vigilant Geek Podcast. My name is Andrew Puzak of Vigilant Geek Media, and with me as always... Hold an arm of Vigilant Geek Media! <laughs> and we have some special guests this week uh, to introduce. First, uh, Firstly, I'd like to welcome uh, Nathan Burke back yeah. to uh, the show. Uh, yeah. Nathan Burke's a Vigilant Geek analyst, uh, and uh, he's done a lot of uh, stuff to help us out. It's great to have you back talking about wrestling again. That's right. And also introducing wrestling aficionado... Vin Scorpion. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for being here. So, uh, you know, today uh, we'll talk everything wrestling. Uh, you guys are both extremely knowledgeable, and Holden and I aren't too shabby either. Uh, and, and uh, you know, um, it, it would behoove us to... Uh, Update everyone uh, as to what's going on in current wrestling. And good pun, because it's a four horseman theme, and you said behoove. Ah, yes, 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 of course. So it behooves (laughs) us to open with four horseman theme. Yeah, no, that's a a kick-ass entrance song, I have to say. Mm. Um, But yeah, uh, what's going on right now in the WWE and uh, NXT? What's uh, what's the current word, guys? All all sorts of hijinks. Well, they uh, actually, I think more is going on right now in WWE as far as like changing the whole product than has been happening in probably the past ten years. So Mm. they're actually doing the brand split. The yeah, they're they're flat out just doing a brand split, and people are going to get drafted. They're having a draft on, I want to say, July 19th. 19th. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's going to be Tuesday. That's going to be the first live SmackDown. Yeah, first live SmackDown. Very first live SmackDown ever. Well, maybe they well, they might have had, had they might have had yeah the 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 special shows, no, but it's official. They're on USA too, which is yeah, they're gonna there. right. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Well, I got the tinglys just hearing about it. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I'm not all for the brand split, though. I'm sort of anti-brand split. I'm the same way, because remember before when he did have it the first time, when when Ric Flair and Vince McMahon both had the both had the realm, you know? Yeah. And when they had that, it was like, okay, after the Survivor Series, he, he'd say, I'm the consortium that took over. and I, The consortium <laughs> was me! Woo! <laughs> and then Vince McMahon does this weird reaction <laughs> where he just pulls on his earlobe and he's like... Like he needs some Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually one of my brother's favorite wrestling clips of all time when Ric Flair comes up. And, and Vince McMahon goes, very nice, Mr. Flair. <laughs> you may go. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Very nice, Mr. Flair. Yes, thank you. You may go now. Then Stone Cold came out, claimed his title. Yeah, yeah. He was about ready. McMahon was about ready to get away to Kurt Angle. Mm. And not even earning it. He's like, well, I guess what the what the, the spin of it was that Stone Cold turned on. You know, I did a double turn. Yeah, he, he he was with WCW, and then, and then he went back to WWF. But, yeah, they did that whole... Because they did the whole invasion angle, which didn't pan out too well. Infamously, did not pan out very well. It was still exciting. It, was it never lived cool. up to the hype. Yeah, and the, one of the major problems was they still had those major guys still under these huge contracts that they weren't going to... Um, and they were like, no, screw you. We're not going to come over 
just to like we're getting paid for nothing, (laughs) just to like you know these big Ted Turner contracts. So obviously they're not going to go to WWF. I think Booger T was the only one who famously actually did break his contract just to go to WWF because he knew that he would sort of gain favor with them early on, which he did. Well, yeah, I mean he's. They hooked him up. I mean, you can only wrestle for so long, and then mm. only only the like really the cream of the crop get to be picked to be uh, the announcing talent. Yeah, no, and, or and managers, uh, and and you know, like Michael his- Cole. <laughs> another another guy is who, that a vintage Michael Cole? <laughs> um, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. That was my Michael Cole. They're just having fun tonight. <laughs> or maybe Jonathan Coachman. Oh. Hey, he's he doing pretty well for himself. Now, right? yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great how the WWE is with them now. Because he's doing oh, better yeah. than me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to watch the Bray Wyatt when yeah. I wanted to. And I oh, I didn't see it. that either, yeah. Bray Wyatt was on the ESPN, ESPN yeah. with uh, Jonathan Coachman. Yeah, they. I mean, WWE has almost become for announcers like a training ground for ESPN people because like they they send really? people over there all the time. That's yeah. awesome. ESPN guys like well, well they're, they, they're they take, local too. They they're take both wrestling announcers all the time. Also, they're both uh, headquartered in Connecticut, right? Yeah, that's true. I too. drove by on my way back from North Carolina. I I couldn't take a picture of it because you know yeah. you know cops are right there and I don't be taking pictures of stuff when I'm driving. I'm sorry, I rear end somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta picture your accident. No, I got proof right here, officer. <laughs> yeah. it's Why date, do you have a photo of the accident? Too, sir. Uh, no, it's like a, it's a dash cam that you hold in your hand. Yes, and that you my, look at while driving. My holder broke. My holder broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, where oh about Booker T. Yeah, he he um he he actually switched over early, and now he's he's a regular announcer for a lot of the pre-show stuff, especially. And uh, does he do SmackDown still um, or no? He, they, I remember before he was actually the general manager of SmackDown at one time. Yeah, King Booker. King Booker. <laughs> he, King, had, he did the thing and, you know, and he, he, he played that really well. And good for him because he has no business being on an announced team. No. <laughs> he should not be, a, be a, an, an analyst. How many He's times? Like, yeah. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight. He's like, yeah. I think I think that Kane's gonna win. They're like, they're like why is that, Booker? And he's like, because he's big, he's red, and he's a machine. Now, can you dig that? Yeah. Sucker! Speaking of Booker T, man, I love the, the time when he was with the NWO and WWE NWO. Oh, yeah, then, that was a good time period. And yeah. then when... Um, uh, it was like X-Pac and Kevin Nash were backstage with him. He's like, oh, oh, you just hired, you know, Shawn Michaels and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing, he did the HBK song as Booker T. He's, he's oh, yeah. doing oh, God. That, he that must have been awful. He's, like, he's doing that like, book, book, book. I'm just a Booker T. Booker T. I'm yeah. not just sucker. And he started, he broke <laughs> out. He's like, sucker. Good old hijinks. Good old, yeah. <laughs> good old WWE Especially high-jinks. him with Goldust, too, back in the day. Oh, oh those yeah. Were great. Those, those were awesome. That, that was awesome. Yeah. Gold, uh, Goldust is such dust. a... St- Book Dust? That was their team name. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But both of them are so colorful, like, you know, I, in, re- Andrew. In, okay, yes. you know what I mean. In regards to charisma, Nathan. Yes. You know, no one's racist on this show. Um, Speak for yourself. Ah, hey. Hey, hey. But no, they, they had some really, really entertaining tag team matches, I remember. Um, they, their backstage vignettes uh, are, are like hilarious. Oh, like, yeah. You can still look them up. 
anything Goldust did really is, is even uh, now he's doing it. Yeah, the whole uh, the Golden the, Truth thing. Yeah. And to not to not to understate Golden Truth, but I think um, uh, Breezango is maybe my new favorite tag team. Oh. It's uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and they're great. Their yeah. their things backstage are awesome too. I, Fandango's a riot. No, that that's yeah. like the perfect gimmick for Tyler Breeze because by his own on a, on his own he's just a jobber. But like within mm. someone else, he could actually make a pretty interesting tag team. And and yeah, and Fandango was floundering too. They weren't doing anything with him, which is insane because oh. he's 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 got I a great so. gimmick. They yeah. must have been reading <laughs> message boards and be like, wait a minute, tag our tag team division is like three teams. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Basically, that I mean, they they've really beefed up their tag team division though in yeah. the past in the past few months. Well, I mean, his, like, historically, didn't they use the tag team wrestling as kind of the like the minor leagues for entry level wrestlers? Well, no, they, tag team wrestling back in the day was a very rare commodity. It was um like especially back in the golden eras. Hmm. But now, after a while, the um, the tag team matches used up to warm up the crowd. Really? Yeah. They were always a starting match back in yeah. the day, and it's like to get the crowd involved because you have like teams going at it, especially big time, you know, especially when the Briscoes. Oh, and then there's it, you know? and then there's always the stuff going on outside the ring right. too. The managers getting involved, they will go chaos. It, yeah, it like opens that. something exciting. That's why I love the Survivor Series, the original Survivor Series, because you had that tag team elimination stuff. I love the idea of Survivor Series. It's uh, it's one of the cooler events of the year, and there's so many cool events. Like you know, obviously Royal Rumble's my personal favorite. Yeah. Um, but then you got Survivor Series is pretty damn cool too. Isn't, isn't that like a like a no shit tournament where they wrestle four matches for the belt? Well, that was a Survivor Series pay per view at one time. It was called a um, Endgame, I believe. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that well, King of the Ring is the tournament yeah. one, but that's for like King of the Ring. But they kind of got rid of that. I mean, they, they, they do it, it on the while. network. Yeah. They, they had one on the network. I think King Barrett was that's yeah, where that came from. It's just kind of <laughs> like the uh, Andre the Giant Royal Rumble. It's something they like to give to people to like, get people to look at them a little bit and then try I, to get them like some juice. Yeah, it's it's oh, kind of yeah. like a, a it gives them a little push. It gives them like a basically more or less like a credit, like something to use as a character well, to say Baron, like, oh, I won King of the Ring. Yeah. Baron Corbin to come right at NXT and that's his debut yeah. in the main roster. You know, that was which I don't think they. Push enough. I think the announced team should yeah. talk about that like constantly because otherwise Baron Corbin yeah. doesn't have a lot going on for him as far as a persona. Exactly. He just so he really needs any, any help he can get. He's not. He's not the most uh, exciting no, he's not. <laughs> personality. But um, yeah, like sur- with Survivor Series, they they kind of stopped doing those traditional Survivor Series matches. Uh, they'll do it sometimes. It'll be like the main event. I think it was last year. Um, but this year they had a, a traditional Survivor Series match, and they they usually only do one, maybe two per year now. Yeah. In in the in the whole event, where I I miss the old days where yeah. they'd have these awesome teams. Yeah. Like the Ultimate Warriors or oh, like yeah. the Hulkamaniacs yeah. and the Rockers. Yeah, they, they had the and, best names for the teams too, like the Dream Team. The Dream Team, yeah. yeah. The Million Rose. Dollar yeah. Team. Yeah. Million Dollar Team with Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Yeah. The Visionaries, which yeah, I believe was uh, Rick Martell and Rick Rude. In it? <laughs> oh, that was a cool team. You yeah. had the two pretty boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Roger Rick Rude's promos, especially in the beginning. He would say something like, whoever town he's in, mm-hmm. I'd like to have right now is for you fat, out of shape, Pennsylvania pissing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he disrobe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, of course. Robert, yeah. 
Back in the day, he, would, he signed that rivalry with Jake the Snake yeah. Roberts, and he had his wife's face. Who's your him. husband? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and he did that for the match. He pulled his tights down, and he showed the tights. It's like, Jake the Snake Roberts came out, you son of a... Yeah, he had his There's wife's the- face on his dick. Yeah, yeah. There's one way to piss off your opponent, I suppose. Make your wife a dick nose. <laughs> <laughs> My husband, Jake. The Snake Roberts personality of yeah, like, yeah. great, 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 great <laughs> mic work. Yeah. Yes. So what, like, what's going on with the different titles, like currently? Uh, as far as like the brand split, um, or yes. how that's gonna, I how they bring the, back the cruiserweight title. Uh, they definitely should, and, and that's gonna be a SmackDown exclusive. I'm, I couldn't be more excited about the the cruiserweight classic. Me too. Those, those are I always can... great matches. They always get guys with extreme ability in that in that class because yeah. They're agile, you know? I feel like having a party to watch the Cruiserweight Classic. They're uh-huh. doing this big tournament, a Cruiserweight, an yeah. international Cruiserweight tournament with guys who aren't even under WWE contract. They're just guys from around the world. And That's they're going to so have it cool. on, the, on the network. That's so yeah. cool. And they going to be the awesome. series, aren't they? It was always just one big thing. I think, I think they're probably just going to, I don't know if they're going to start with this one tournament and then go from there or, or what, but. That'd be cool though. Um, I, I bet Swoggle will be wrestling that. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, uh, actually, who was it that was actually, he, was he the cruiser? He was, a uh, He was a cruiserweight was, champion. But he was also Intercontinental champion, wasn't he? Oh, oh God, was he? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to check my stuff. Yeah, but it's That's like, just but silly. He, he, held a, he held a major title. There was a dark period between basically like 2006 and 2010. Like 2007, 2010, I think was, was a pretty bad period yeah <laughs> and like tna started getting really good and like yeah. i started watching tna and i was i was like this is better than wwe right now yeah a lot better and uh like it was after the benoit thing yeah and then they had that's to really right. really just take like bring everything down and it's like they settled down you know i i look at it that that was a tragedy but people people i get heat for it all the time for being a benoit fan Oh yeah, I'm a big Benoit fan. Well, he was one of, you know, in regards to technique, but one of the greatest wrestlers in that he ring. Can adapt to anything, and that's the reason why right now the guy to watch that I'm in, I'm impressed with is Austin Aries. Yeah. Oh yeah, Austin, Austin Aries, he can adapt himself to anything. He calls himself the greatest man alive. I'm like, well, it's hard not to prove that. <laughs> and plus, he's... and plus, he's uh, he dates a, a good friend of mine that I'm on with Twitter, Thea Trinidad. She was doing <laughs> shout with... out. Yep. Follow her on Twitter, folks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, like, uh, uh, but it's like, uh, you know, he's just he can adapt to anything. Like he was just doing the thing. Did you watch NXT? You watch yep. NXT on the regular? Yeah, he's he got a good like, promo. Jose, yeah, dance with him. <laughs> and you just give him the biggest forearm yeah. shiver I can ever see. Yeah, and just started wailing on him. <laughs> yeah, that the whole the whole like str- obviously with Shinsuke Nakamura in there, they're they're really uh, adopting the, the must, strong. I must style have thing. to watch that pay per view with him and Finn Balor. Oh yeah, yeah. Yet. I know it hasn't oh, happened yet. Yeah, That's why I'm a, saying I still, I still, I still have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. That's gonna be good. And that might even. They've been building it up like they're friends, like those yeah, promos that they were doing. Yeah. And I have a feeling that Finn's gonna turn heel, and then and which will lead the to him going to the club. Yeah, yeah. I on, can't wait for Raw. that to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Was well, are they even heels right now? Yes. The club. Yes. AJ Styles. Yeah. He turned heel. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. AJ Styles right now as that a was heel a great is setup, though. fantastic. When, it's when, so good. Really? He, yeah. AJ Styles is a, is, is like a gr- amazing heel right now. His, he's feuding with Cena. So they're doing this oh, whole like- Oh, you know what? I remember seeing that on Raw. 
Yeah, they're doing this whole like dream match type of story. Yeah. No, that's that's way cool. Yeah. So they'll probably go into SummerSlam with that, I'd imagine. That'll be good to see. So do a big SummerSlam AJ Styles Cena, uh probably like a third match. Yeah, I mean, like the rubber match or something like that. Right. Because AJ Oh, they're gonna turn it into a series. Well that's smart, yeah, considering that rivalry. the two of them like well, AJ he's probably ready for the belt. The but, well, but they're not gonna give it back to Cena. Nah. Well, not anytime soon, I don't no. think. Nah. The the thing with uh yeah, cuz I mean those are the two top guys of their respective uh worlds like I mean obviously Cena was on top of wrestling universes. Yeah. <laughs> Since like We speak in universes here at the Vigilant yeah. Geek. The, the WWE universe, universe, the NXT universe. And, and AJ Styles is the top of like the indie universe exactly, I guess for the yeah. past 10 years so. Yeah. And uh, TNA and New Japan. So. New Japan. I wonder who's coming out of New I don't know. See that, I add that uh, channel axis and every once in a mm-hmm. while I could get, uh, get a couple episodes, but like most of the stuff is pretty old cause like, like I watched one match and it had AJ Styles actually wrestling for them. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's so funny. His first match AJ Styles had in NJPW was, uh, he won the title. Yep. Yep. And I was like, wow. I brought him right over, right? What, who, who do you, who do you fight? It might have been Finn Balor. No, oh, no, because no, they, they, Finn Balor had left. Yeah, he was just he was on his way. He left and he came in. Yeah, but he beat so he top. basically came in like Finn Balor left as head of the Bullet Club and AJ Styles came in as the head of the Bullet Club. Oh, so, like, so they, they were never in. The, they were never in the club at the same time. No, oh. no. Well, then it was like some obscure Japanese wrestlers. On top of that, they do a mm. lot of factions in that. I've noticed. Yep. Yeah, which is which is good. Yeah, I'm, they big got one. Fa- I'm a big fan of factions. No, so their gimmicks are funnier too. You remember yeah. that one guy, Funky Weapon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every move he did, every offensive maneuver he did, he did with his butt. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like attacking people with his ass, doing all these different moves, just like. And his name is Funky Weapon because his butt it's is funky. a funky weapon. It's funky. <laughs> yeah, he, he had he had the onion blossom man. <laughs> before he came in today. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, regrettably, I haven't watched enough New Japan stuff or, uh. Well, it's not really widely available. Yeah, where do you find it? You can, I mean, you can, like, get it online, probably. You can probably just look up stuff and. Yeah. I mean, it's on, they probably have a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can subscribe to it. Well, when any of us find out, we'll let you, uh, listeners know as well. I think I tried to go to it once and. It was in Japanese, and I couldn't figure it out. So <laughs> the online streaming service. Yeah, I actually bought Jap- uh, Japanese Rosa, Rosetta Stone, but I'm I'm not there yet. Oh. so I can't help you, Nathan. I'm sorry. Sorry, right. but but you're getting there. You're you're taking the courses or the whatever that they do on that thing. I know. I do lots. You're of you're learning it. Pointing and clicking, which I can't imagine being you know an easy task. Uh, mm. Japanese sounds really hard. Like Russian sounds hard, mm. but uh, Japanese sounds really hard. Anyways, back just... <laughs> we should get back to wrestling, though. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't be too hard. Not yeah. for these guys. But um, let's talk about some of the other belts. Uh, well, actually, I, I just wanted to mention about the cruiserweight. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, they, I don't know if they will. They should bring it back because if they're going to do a brand split, they'll probably yeah have an exclusivity. I, they'll they might do the same thing they had originally, which was like have the cruiserweight title on on one show and have the women's title on the other, mm. right? And have like the two separate divisions be you know uh, exclusive to those brands. But um, and then what have in, 
equivalents for the intercontinental U.S. and heavyweight world heavyweight for for each. I don't. I don't know if they should do that. No, I'm not a I fan think that's of that. How they, I don't, they, they, I don't I, like the two belt yeah, thing. Yeah, because they unified it already. Why yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even like that. Like there should mm. be one undisputed championship. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. they should do that for the women's title as well. But they're, but the, I like the Intercontinental Championship because that's always been a thing in the WWE. And the U.S. Championship is still around, so they could, yeah. they could split those. That'd be yeah. fine. But no, no major title should be. What they should do is just stick like, if it's on Raw, call it the Raw World Heavyweight Championship. And then they have the other one, make it the SmackDown World Heavyweight Championship. They could do that. And then the two champions can go ahead and fight once a year, make it a pay-per-view. At like, WrestleMania. Or just before WrestleMania. Well, actually, it would be make sense for WrestleMania because yeah. then whoever wins that would be undisputed. Of course, depending on, I mean, people would trade belts fairly often. I guess the minute you won the belt, they'd have to put something in their contract that they get like three to four months of stability yeah. out of it. It's but, tough, you know. I know, in, you know, boxing has like three or four different uh, heavyweight titles. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like it's well, it then, dilutes but the then whole they, thing. But then they have eleven or twelve different organizations. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 unbelievably crazy. Yeah, at least wrestling, you know, you can make heads or tails of it, you know. But yeah, the well, they had like the world heavyweight championship, the old WCW big huge gold yeah, title on SmackDown before. Belt. Yeah, right. And uh, they have the WWF title on uh, on Raw. They used to do it that way, the old spinner belt, which is oh, toy, the John Cena belt. But um, the <laughs> John Cena belt <laughs> with, a the, with the wicker wicker. He even spun the U.S. title, which is so bad. Yeah. Uh, Look what I did to the championship belt. (laughs) You can't see me. I I desecrated this. I love that when JBL took that belt and went on fire, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) JBL was such a badass in his day, man. Or, uh, especially when he was in the, uh, when he was with Farouk, too, in the, uh, APA. APA, yeah, that was, that was really badass. They were originally the Acolytes. The Acolytes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a badass tag team. I used to love watching them, but Bradshaw, yeah, JBL, he was, he was awesome. Um, he's, I mean, he's just an, he's an announcer now, uh, and whatever, I mean, he's decent at that, I guess. I, I like him as a heel announcer. <laughs> yeah. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. He talks so much smack, he's funny. Yeah. Anyone who makes, I, I think they basically put Byron Saxton there so he would take some of the Maybe heat off. Yeah. Michael Cole. Michael Cole was, yes, yeah, sick of being. Michael Cole is like somehow managed to blackmail the McMahon family. <laughs> yeah. Get into job security. Or maybe he's just like wicked good at paperwork behind the scenes. Probably. Like, he's man, probably. <laughs> that Michael Cole, he freaking does paperwork crazy. And I don't care how much he butchers the microphone. Paper bitch. <laughs> Paper bitch. <laughs> Oh He's man. Dub- Vince's paper bitch. Yeah, go get me my permits quick and I split. <laughs> or you're fired! It drove me nuts like last week. Michael Cole always screws up, like, and there's basically no repercussions for it. Like at the end, the, the climax of Raw, like last week, not, you, d- you know, may- not- do you think that's like his character? No. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a work. I think it's Because he, he, he used, he used to be a definite thing. face yeah. announcer and then he turned into a heel announcer, which is yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah they had that, all heel yeah. announcers announcing it and you're like, what the fuck? No one's ever liked Michael Cole anyway. He turned into a heel announcer for the same reason that Roman Reigns is like going toward heel because people legitimately don't like him. Yeah, it's not like it's not, like a, it's not a planned thing. They're like yeah. trying to force him on people, yeah. but and it, it like oh last week yeah the the climax of Raw it was um I believe it was Seth Rollins hit a or no um 
uh, Dean Ambrose hit a dirty deeds on Seth Rollins. It was the last move of the show. And he hits the dirty deeds on, on, uh, Seth Rollins and Michael Cole goes, pedigree! Oh! oh. Pedigree! Yeah, I'm like, what? And I was just like, what a dumbass. And I was like, that was like the last thing that happens on the show and you call it wrong. That's like Mike Adam Lee messing up everyone's name. <laughs> wow, Michael Cole. Remember, remember, <laughs> do you remember Mike Adam Lee? Yeah. Oh, it was, he, horrible. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> Mike Adamly. Gee, why would they go back to American Gladiators? Wasn't he a GM for a, a yeah. brief time? I bet they'll bring him out. They should bring him out because they're bringing oh. out all the GMs. <laughs> they're bringing out all the old general managers Bishop? right now. They should bring out Bishop. Yeah, Bishop, if you also, I've always been a huge Bishop fan. Actually, they should especially bring him out because they're coming out with a DVD of him. Oh, I, I want to watch that DVD because yeah, Bishop, <laughs> like you think McMahon is like the biggest. Fucking prick in wrestling. He's not. Bischoff is. Yeah. Bischoff. There's no one who. Not even Paul Heyman. No one's a bigger prick than Bischoff. I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. He like, like wasn't paying anyone in WCW, and like they were getting bullshit. No, he was. No, you're thinking of Heyman. I thought Heyman Bischoff w- was doing no, that. No, Heyman was no. paying people very, very well. He was paying. He was paying people off uh, Ted Turner. He was paying people. Hey, Heyman, Ted Turner's money. Heyman yeah. or Heyman or Bischoff. Bischoff was paying people Ted Turner's money. He, <laughs> he had he had an open right, checkbook yeah. basically. Yeah. I mean, he denies that specifically. So but it was ECW then. ECW yeah, Heyman okay. Heyman couldn't really. He, Heyman was bouncing checks on people. Oh, Mc, that's McMahon, what it was. Okay, McMahon bailed him, uh, funded him for a while. Yeah, and Mc, in WWE uh, yeah. WF uh, McMahon. Help fund ECW. Good old Uncle Vince. Well, <laughs> thankfully he did that because, I mean, ECW uh, sprouted so many really awesome, talented people. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you got CM Punk. As well, first. that was like the new ECW. All right, you want to talk he old the, ECW? He wasn't in the actual ECW. No. He was in like the WWE resurgence oh, of ECW. Okay, let's talk. Like let's talk all right, down. what about Rob Van Dam? Yeah, There's Rob Van Dam is probably w. the biggest name that come out of uh, Sabu. Sabu, yep. Um, they even to... had Sandman for one match. Yep. And then, uh, Sandman was uh, started to go on a, a pretty good um, WWE run. Yeah, he was. And Vince McMahon liked him, apparently. And then he got in a fight backstage with uh, Ricky Steamboat. And oh, yeah. uh, the dragon. And they let him go. <laughs> and they let Sandman go. Yeah. Well, yeah, Steamboat. You don't you don't fuck with Steamboat. Yeah, even if you are a Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bear man. Who basically invented the Stone Cold gimmick? He was Pretty doing that. He was doing that before Austin did it. Smashing on his head. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he he doesn't get enough credit for the the achievements he's made in pro wrestling. He, yeah, he was the first beer drinking slob in pro wrestling. Really, remember the first one night stand they had? And he was like, "Give me a beer, man." He's like, "Here's your beer." He's like, "Stone Cold's like, Jesus Christ!" Oh, and they're <laughs> at the end, yeah, when they're all in the ring, and yeah. he's just like, he's like, like Austin's like looking at Sam and like, I think this guy's had enough. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Stone Cold to say that about yeah, somebody, yeah. you know, Sam and just like falling out of the ring, like <laughs> drunk. That was that was a, an amazing pay per view. He used to open himself up with twenty two ounce beers all the time. Mm. Yeah, no, I uh, that, I was just talking about that one night stand today because someone posted a picture on on some wrestling group I'm in of Bischoff giving the finger. Yeah, and I was like, I believe he was giving the finger to Heyman. Yeah, because he, he he's like uh, he he was say, I just got done smoking a J with Rob Van Dam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah he's, the, shot, he, he's like, you want to shoot, cowboy? Yeah. That was a that was a great. Um, and the if Cena wins, we riot. That was the second one, though. Yeah, but the he first one back the shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first one night stand was all ECW, which was which was excellent. I did like the second one too, uh, when they had like the WWE verse um, ECW guys. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it just went to shit. Obviously, I like the first one because it was more nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, you had, you had Chris Jericho go back to Lionheart. Right, Chris and they Jericho, came out with the old the music original, and the old tights, tights and stuff. Yeah, it was great. You know, uh, Vintage you know, tights. Super, super crazy, and they're yeah. they calling Rey Mysterio back then, and they call him Rey Mysterio Jr. Right. That's um, really cool. Yeah, they had super crazy. Was it super crazy and... Um, it was a triple threat. It was um, Tajiri. Tajiri. But yeah, they use his full name. Tajiri's coming back for that Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, I can't wait to see did you that. See yes. the, did you see the intro of everybody? Yeah. That was awesome. He was talking about on, uh, what's that, the PW Torch mm-hmm. that I, I read. And uh, I was like, well, that's going to be great to see the buzzsaw come back. Yeah. So there's a uh, him and Brian Kendrick are two old well, names well, that good, are coming Brian back. Brian Kendrick helps a lot of new talent, too. Yeah, because he, he, he owns he, that. He runs that, that yeah. gorilla wrestling thing, right? Yeah, he's, he's been helping a lot of young talent come yeah. around. They, they come through NXT and some of them haven't even been there yet. And, yeah, I, I'm a, I've always been a big fan of Brian Kendrick. I've always been a big fan of London and Kendrick. That was Dave. They were the longest-running tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. And I think New Day just just surpassed them or something. Yeah. Well, they are catching up to them. Well, yeah. they have like one month before they've had it longer than anybody. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's very close. But I like how the the Wyatt family. <clears throat> I could just see them beating them before then, though, because it's just like the type of thing that really rub people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. WWE loves doing that to people. <laughs> yeah. They take the rug out from one of them. Yeah. It's very Game of Thrones of them. Yeah, pretty much. I think, like, it's just Vince McMahon. Every time he wants to get his rocks off, he completely ruins the storyline. Triple H, go out there and, and squash that guy who the fans <laughs> like. <laughs> they did that with Daniel Bryan. They did uh, that with uh, the last Ambrose's last run. Yep. But then he won the title. So, obviously, the, the story developed and came back around. Yeah, so. and then once it became an organic thing, thing of like us versus authority then mm-hmm. all of a sudden people really get on board with that shit oh yeah especially with the daniel bryan thing although they should have done basically daniel bryan's the whole yes movement thing that whole like the people coming together and, mm-hmm. and like helping someone become champion they should have done that with cm punk because that's yeah. basically what cm punk was doing yeah he was the voice of the voiceless right so he was basically like that man of the people sort mm-hmm. of thing so, but they they ended up doing it like two years, and and that was during the uh, the whole Occupy movement. Yes, that's and that's why it would have been good timing. But they ended up doing it two years later with Daniel Bryan, and I was like, way to be on top of things. And I mean, yes, no pun intended. They never wanted to do that in the first place, though. What? Like, uh, well, with the people lending support to Daniel Bryan, he's like such yeah. a true face like that, and then all of a sudden they they're forced to take the company in a direction they don't want it to go. Right. Yeah, they, uh. But the thing is, like, wrestling fans are usually so loyal that, like, they'll watch it and hate life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wonder if there's, like, a statistic they keep an eye on, like, wrestling fan suicides or something, when <laughs> the storylines are fucked. Uh. It's gotta be know. something like that. There are a lot of crazy wrestling fans. Yeah. They're all, like, just now, borderline in, in, insane in, people. Like, in those major smarks, they think they know everything about wrestling. I. <laughs> one thing that I hate right now is the. All the hatred prior to, to the suspension towards Roman Reigns, because yeah. he's good. He's good in the ring. I think he's a solid 
worker. He, he needs a mouthpiece. That's... He, yeah, he just stinks on the mic. And that's it. But people people will do the whole you can't wrestle chant. And it's like, no, that's not Roman's problem. That's no. not his issue. No. His issue is that he s- sucks on the mic. He can't sell a match. We do like a storyline where he gets hit in the throat and Paul Heyman becomes his mouthpiece. I wouldn't mind. That'd I wouldn't mind awesome. if Heyman That'd was. Awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I think Roman yeah. would be a great Heyman guy. Yeah. And it was like, he don't have to talk. He's just going to beat you up. Yeah. Because he, w- I mean, he was building him up enough against uh, Lesnar. He yeah. was like, he's a badass Samoan. <laughs> He was I like, like, I was like, yo, I'm starting like Roman Reigns now. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, that's what Heyman does. He just, he'll, he's, he's an old school type of promoter where, like, or manager where he'll build up the, the opponent. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's not going to tear down the opponent because the more you build up the opponent, the more impressive, impressive it is when the your guy, your guy runs yeah. right through him. Right. Which is what Lesnar does to people. That was an old thing that Jericho talked about in, uh, in his first book. I haven't actually read his second or, th- or third books, but, um, he talks about like learning promos and stuff like that, and he was fighting. I forget which guy it was. It was some old promoter that was still a wrestler. Maybe not. Maybe not Vern Gagne, but uh, I think uh, another guy. Like Todd Gordon. Maybe I. I don't. I don't really remember. But it was, it was in some way. It was in some southern promotion though. Oh, maybe it was like Jim Crockett promotion. So yeah, like or, I'm not. I can't remember. But was it he, Florida? I'm not sure. But either way, he was talking about like this old promoter was was basically. Uh, oh, I know who it was. I'll think of it. Hold on, it was a wrestler, but he was sort of running his own promotion. Um, Bill Watts. No, he was a he was a he was a fairly he was a famous wrestler. He had like sort of a I think he had like a Polish last name. I can't think of the Killer Kowalski. Not Kowalski. Ivan Putski. No. Damn it! I'll think of it. Right. Teddy Bruski. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he told him like he was he was cutting a promo guy. There's like some young guy versus an old guy type of thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, basically Jericho was saying like, "Oh, he's old. I'll kick his ass and stuff like that." And uh, the, the the older wrestler was like came up to him after he was like, "Congratulations! You basically just said uh, like <laughs> if if you win, which you won't because I'm booked. I'm I'm, I'm gonna win. Um, <laughs> if you win." You beat up an old guy. Who cares? If you lose, <laughs> if you lose, which you will, because I'm going to win. <laughs> you lost to an old guy. So don't say like, don't don't like tear down your opponent and right. say like he's weak or anything yeah. like that. So because it, it gives you no credibility. It's so probably, it's good good you know wrestling psychology. It's probably Nick Bockwinkle or something. Like that. I, yes, Nick it was Bockwinkle. Yeah. Yes, it was Nick Bockwinkle. That's who it was. <laughs> I would have never been able to guess that. Well, I had to go through my head of you know, yeah, my yeah. my, uh, my like, Rolodex of you know wrestling knowledge with 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 weird last names. Bockwinkle. <laughs> it sounds like Bullwinkle's cousin or something like yeah. that. But he was a great he was a great talker mm-hmm. too. He, you ever see one of his promos? He would talk very analytically, mm-hmm. and he was big words. So he's like, "Because I'm smarter than you, and I'm better." Yeah. And Chris Jericho started doing that too. Yeah, while, yeah. Coming out with suits and. Yo, I love that. Like, what does he read a dictionary every day, Mister Thothoris man? <laughs> yeah, I love that incarnation of Jericho because he he always changes it every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, and right now he's uh, just really pompous and calls everybody stupid idiot. Although has it hasn't he so been calling good. people that like all like for most of his career or no? Sort um maybe not maybe not stupid idiot specifically. He, I think clown. he he always used to say stupid in the he's ring. Be like, ass You're stupid. He called people ass clowns a lot. Yeah, ass clown. And, uh, I miss the old, um, he does it sometimes, the old yeah, pin on, on the, with the one foot on the guy. And he, he did it at WrestleMania. Come on, baby! <laughs> and flexes. And everyone started marking out for that. He's like, yeah. let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah. That's some, like, 
That's some WCW vs. NWO World Tour shit right there. Oh, yeah. That's some old N64 video that, games. Oh, that game. Oh, oh wow. Played so much, so many sleepovers playing that WCW game. WCW Mayhem. Yeah, and uh, Revenge. Great ones. Good old N64 games. But yeah, Jericho right now, he's he's... His gimmick, I think, is mostly like a wrestling legend who has like a god complex. Yeah. Like he just thinks he's like this superior being. Yeah. Drink it in, man. He just sounds like a guy that's on a Cheech and Chong movie when he does that. <laughs> I'm giving you the gift of Jericho. <laughs> Drink it in, man. <laughs> uh. He's hilarious right now. Like just, he's, ah, oh, it's so good. In his promos with Kevin Owens, like they're, they're, Comic and, and, and that that thing on uh like Sami Zayn plays a great straight man to them yeah. too, so it's just a great sort of classic comedy what are you dynamic. About? You just said that you say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could, I, could someone explain to me Sami Zayn's gimmick though? He's sort of he's just a typical babyface. He's my, sort of done this thing his whole career though, like he was El Generico, and yeah. he it, it it's sort of almost like the anti gimmick. So, like, he's just like, all I do is wrestle and I don't have any character. <laughs> sort of. Like, that's more or less what Constant he's going for. Constant underdog type thing. You know, yeah. I don't know. Sad. I've seen like, some Like, he's, he's like a creator wrestler. That Shinsuke like Nakamura match that he, <laughs> the with him one. was yeah. when, when he was about to leave was insane. Yeah, that match was incredible. That was absolutely nuts. And they were just... I, I loved it. I, I've, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really excited about the future. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I like NXT because some of it's a less polished product, and it mm-hmm. gives you better appreciation of the new stuff. Oh, well, I mean, not the new stuff, the Raw and you know, mm-hmm. SmackDown. The weird thing about it too is that since they're doing that draft, I don't know if they're gonna because they've already said like, oh, which <laughs> show are we gonna end up and end up on? They've had superstars mm-hmm. saying that to each other, like, well, like I don't well, know they, what show had, I'm going to. They had that huge tease though with NXT the end, and yeah. they said that it was. The end of the beginning. Yeah, now it's yeah. the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. like, or, or like this, or like, or like, or that that was the beginning, and now this is now. I, I personally, I just think it would be too <laughs> stupid for them to go ahead and abandon the farm system like that. I, I wish I had a spaceballs soundboard right now. This is now, now. Whatever you're seeing now <laughs> is happening now. <laughs> but what was that? That was then. This is not, that was then. We okay, we do it now, later, or then, now. <laughs> We went past it. I just see. When will of, then be now? I see like a soon. Of, I see a lot of NXT people going to SmackDown <laughs> because in order to like kind of like break yourself in a little bit, people movies went to SmackDown first for a little while. Mm-hmm. And remember, like back in the day, they had Velocity or something like that as like oh the, god, yeah, the Heat and Heat. Sunday Night Heat was like for Raw. Oh yeah, god, Velocity Sunday Night on. Heat is so bad. Mm. And it's like Velocity to me was like almost like a very watered down version of Thursday Night Thunder. Yeah. From WCW. But yeah, Velocity, like as bad as Heat was, Velocity was the SmackDown version of Heat. So imagine how much worse Velocity was than What, when was and, it on? And AJ Styles uh, debuted on that show. Yeah, I saw that recently. Yeah. I ne- I'd never Wait, seen They're that. not doing Sunday Night Heat anymore, are they? No, no. no, no. They do main Thank event. Thank God. The funny thing is, is that's all right? I used to watch because I'd like... It was like Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and there's never anything on a Sunday, and and Raw would be on like start a little too late. He like, was actually like, I think, it'd be like one TV in the house at yeah. the time or some shit. I think that like sort of became their first online show. Like you could go to WWE yeah. com and watch Heat because like they didn't have wire. a TV deal anymore. <laughs> like Livewire, they're like, yeah, no one's watching Heat, so let's put it online. 
Oh, they would do like a special, like a like an hour before the pay per view started. Well, they spent yeah, all that time exclusively on UPN, right? SmackDown, and, and then yeah. and then oh, wow, yeah. did it start on UPN? And then they moved back to USA. They they went from UPN. Um, there was and then so it was CW, CW, and then they went to what Sci-Fi after. Yeah, right? yeah. Wait a minute. So the CW actually had wrestling on it. Yeah, 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 that's dude, what SmackDown that's was so on. That's so funny because SmackDown's always been the WB to be a used to the WB used to like and still. Well, I mean, the CW kind of still is now. Cause I just couldn't imagine the CW now having wrestling on. They they started that so you could if people didn't have like I guess cable they could watch on regular channels, right? And Which was interesting because uh, I used to notice that there were more um, like they they were definitely going. To a more like minority demographic yeah. with SmackDown, they had a lot of like the Spanish wrestler, like uh, you know, Who's like Rey Mysterio. Guy? It was like Rey Mysterio, Booker T, like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, like there were a lot of black and Hispanic wrestlers on SmackDown, more much more so than on Raw. Wow, that's like, but Undertaker so, was always pretty much on because obviously that's like some black and market people. research that came out really racist. And they're like, well, if these people are all picking up antenna signals, let's yeah. give them something to watch. Yeah. It's almost kind of considerate, but well, it's still Booker, wicked we're gonna racing. put you on the poor show. <laughs> That's okay, then, my people. You're on the sucker. Yeah. yeah, but when Paul Heyman took yeah, the Guerrero, reins, you're right too. When Guerrero's. Paul Heyman took over the reins as general manager, it started stepping it up a bit. Yeah, they had the SmackDown Six. Yep, which is a, which um, I wrote my one of my articles about recently was uh, about the SmackDown Six. How they should they really need to have like a new sort of core group on SmackDown yeah. to build it up because they back then it was Kurt Angle, Benoit, Guerrero, um, Edge, Taker. and although he, well he wasn't really one of in considered in that group because he was already established. All right. So it was like kind of the guys like that were that were new that they were still trying to build up, but they wanted to like just rotate these guys in and out. So in, in Mysterio, Mysterio was one of them. Um, Edge, Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, and who am I forgetting? Was it Chavo? Might have been Chavo. Not sure. Okay. <laughs> they, were, they, were good. they were great as a tag team, Chavo and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. That's when the whole lion cheat yeah, and ceiling started. <laughs> yeah. The, the nephew and uncle team who are only three years apart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Must be a big family. Very big family. Yep. Huge. And Guerrero family. So, I think Guerrero's is probably the largest, bigger than bigger than Hearts, right? Probably. Yeah. The uh, well, yeah, because the Hearts were big because they, oh, they the oh, sisters yeah. married so many different <laughs> guys too. Friends. Yeah, like the British Davey Bulldog, Boy, yeah. and yeah, they had basically uh, a lot of in laws more than anything else. The Guerreros just had like eleven kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we can build the ring now. Yeah, let's wrestle in the backyard and in our in our legitimate wrestling ring. Yeah, I used to do that, but put like put like my mom's couch together and have a Royal Rumble right there in the kitchen in the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mom's beds were always a good wrestling ring. Some had too much bounce to it, and you up in the wall. You know, but it happens. It's good bump. So here's some good uh, speculation, fun for us to to play around with. Who? Should go to SmackDown to establish that brand as like sort of like a modern day SmackDown Six. Cena, and then they should rename it to one of his stupid sayings. Which well, I, I, I mean, because they have all this new talent. Like, who, as far as sort of you gotta less do, established guys, I feel like they, you need to do half and half because like you need established guys in both in order to give credibility to both. Mm. 
NXT doesn't really have that issue, but like then again, like they only really just started like recruiting the the best wrestlers from the independent markets. Mm-hmm. The thing, yeah, and the so, thing is, they like, have all those guys. So are they going to draft just from the main brand, or are they going to draft people from Raw uh, NXT? Which is kind of what they should do, like I treat NXT are. like a... Every, everyone, like how we did it, anyone in the WWE is part of the draft, like mm-hmm. even announcers, managers, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And that'll add an actually interesting dynamic, because they're guys who are free agents, mm-hmm. and they could even draft people from... That'd be surprises too. Yeah, right, yeah. other companies that, that are makes, like coming in. I kind of like, like that idea. Yeah, like have, I, I, I said a while ago that I, uh, I thought they should try to uh, create more of the illusion of it being an actual sport, like... Um, right. With New Japan, they they have a, a timer mm-hmm. on, and then they say at what time the match was do- over. Yeah, they and, and like they make it, and, and then they make the matches kind of matter, you know, with mm-hmm. that fake legitimacy. Yeah, that uh, that horrible oxymoron. <laughs> Which <laughs> said, yeah, but that you know what I'm talking about, though. The, oh yeah, oh yeah, that suspension one, of disbelief type. The of one thing. thing I would love to see is if I know he hasn't really talked about it too much, but imagine if somebody needed a general manager of SmackDown and it was Kurt Angle. Oh, that would be good. That would be the sweetest. And thing. that could that could lead into him having like a couple couple matches, m- couple matches before he retires because he he's Man. he's beat up. That's all well, he, he never stopped, right? No, but he probably should have. Like he's he's not in great health. That's like kind of if like a guy like Edge or Daniel Bryan kept wrestling, even mm-hmm. though they have like those problems. It's like Kurt Angle's. Sort of in danger of of like paralyzing himself more or less. He was in danger of that back at the Olympics. He Wasn't was he a, wrestling with a fucking broken? Neck? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what he, he won the gold medal. I, I want a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> he was so good he douche you. He wouldn't even swear. Yeah, I drink milk. <laughs> yeah, Angle's great, but yeah, he's still wrestling. That's why WWE released him in the first place because he refused. To like take a break. Well, I thought I was the other way around because he he um he wasn't getting enough rest, and he was like, "I'm breaking down. I need some time off." And he he was losing his wife at the time. Uh, I always thought it was TNA gave him a better, better deal, better deal where it's like less time on the road Mm -hmm. and you can always stay home. When he liked it. Randy, which one is it though? I thought. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm that's what I'm saying. I always thought he they let him go from WWE because he was, he was like, was he was like addicted to painkillers and he was yeah. kind of becoming a liability and he like refused to take a break. And he went up to, he went to McMahon. He said, uh, I want my release. And he's like, I promise not to, you know, do whatever. And he, he, he acknowledged that because usually you have like a 30 or 60 mm-hmm. day, you know, no, um, no compete clause. No compete clause. Uh. And, then when I, and then he's like, well, here we go. And yeah. And then he went to TNA. Yeah. Which and, I'd uh, come out to all uh, that music from some like lunatic fringe. It was Lunatic Friends, the song. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Not no reference to Dean Ambrose, even though he was Lunatic <laughs> Friends, or he wants to be called the dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. What did what did Jim Ross like? I've, I follow Jim Ross on uh, Twitter. He said that um, Dean Ambrose's character is a cross between. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot. Was it Pillman? No, 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 no. Um, like Bill remember. Murray and and like and like Charles Manson or something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the. But I like your reference too. He's more like a loose cannon. Brian yeah, Pillman. He's, to me, he's a. I mean, I'm a huge Brian Pillman fan, so to me, he's kind of like a watered down <laughs> Brian yeah, Pillman. Yeah. Brian, Brian Pillman, nine millimeter. Fucking Pillman. I'll refer Dean Ambrose. Like, and I'm gonna whip out my Johnson and take a piss in this hellhole. That's what he said as ECW debut, <laughs> and he did, and he like tried to take it out, and like they were like, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. 
No, no. I, I can see, like, I think one one person I can actually take it to answer your question for SmackDown, if they, like, hey, I'm I'm a big, I'm pretty much real big, big, you know, Austin Aries mark. Yeah. Right now, if he took it, he could be champion. And he needs, uh, I don't know, he needs something because he's just like, I feel like he's being not held back, but. It's like lost in the mix. Yeah, there's 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 nothing that really stands out about him right now, but he'll he'll get there. Like I mean, once once they do the whole thing with with Finn Balor and Shinsuke, and and they kind of they might even go up to Raw and SmackDown during the draft. That would be a cool get for either. Like yes. if they if they did Balor and Shinsuke, and then they did the draft, and each of them were drafted to uh, the selective brands. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, because. You know, they're ready, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, they've been, I mean, they're solid professionals. They already knew how to do it. Now they're just showing WWE that they know how to do it. Mm. And now that they've built up enough hype down in NXT, which both of them have, like, I mean, Balor probably could have came in three months ago. Mm. Shinsuke, I mean, he's ready now. Samoa Joe will probably get called up soon. I mean, he's the title, but yeah, they'll do a thing probably with Samoa Joe and Austin Aries maybe for the title. Drop the title to Aries and then bring up Samoa Joe. That'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. And you think, I think he'd probably be on SmackDown. Samoa Joe? Joe. Yeah, Yeah. probably. Yeah, I think they do the same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura too. I'd like to see Shinsuke on Raw. I would. It is interesting though. They do have more of like the the ethnic wrestlers go to SmackDown. Yeah. Like they always always have done. Like that. we said earlier. <laughs> yeah, and there is a reason. There is a actual demographic marketing reason for that. But now everything's both on USA. So. Right, right. So it doesn't really matter yeah. anymore. So they might try well, to I balance think, it out. Yeah, I think it's uh well with the I think the WWE network. I mean, any serious wrestling fan worth his salt is going to have it. Yeah. So what I think about the W my my big gripe about the network is is why are you gonna have commercials? Why are you gonna have advertisements on the network? Yeah, yeah, they're this advertising their own stuff. I'm like that doesn't make no sense. Like <clears throat> like I'm watching a pay per view. I miss back in the day when you had promos in between matches. Mm. You build up a match even before the match. Well, they started, started doing that on pay per views, flat out pay per views. They started having like yeah. at least WWE commercials. Yeah. Like you'd buy a pay per view and you'd have to like sit through like a like yeah. Some, they've really cut down on promos because of that. Yeah, they just. They're trying like to make they don't, them. They're, they don't really shoot them anymore. They're just relying on on the superstars to develop their own hype through social media, and a lot of them don't care. Like Dean Ambrose, flat out, Ned does not use his Twitter account. That's funny. Yeah. He's got like like a shit ton of people. Oh really? Now, I'm like following him, and he has like zero tweets. That's so funny. <laughs> he's like, he's like, they made me get one it. of these. So here you go. Even Bray you Wyatt, go. enjoy. Even, even Bray Wyatt tweets sometimes, and like, which totally goes like against kayfabe. Like, why would Bray Wyatt be using Twitter? <laughs> you know who's, you know who's awesome on, on on Twitter is is Luke Gallows. Oh yeah, Luke Gallows yeah. is awesome. I've been following him for a while now. He put some crazy. He put a picture of a chicken. Uh, no, no description. And people are like, oh, that's a nice cock, Luke. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta follow more people on Twitter because those, some of those guys are like Kevin Owens is great on Twitter. Oh, no, Twitter's sweet. Twitter's great for people who would normally be stalkers or people who want to go ahead and get direct content from uh, other people, like local creators, wrestlers, writers. I watch any. I, I follow any number of people who are involved in comic books. Um, and then, you know, sports stuff too. It is a great networking tool though. Yeah. It's great networking. Yeah. Because I mean, with Facebook, it's like you, you post something, it's like you're yelling out loud at a family barbecue. (laughs) 
if if you go on Twitter and you use the right hashtag, you're yelling it out into the entire fucking universe. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. I know, I'm starting to get better at hashtagging stuff. Yeah. I come up with some pretty good ones, you know, hashtag you suck or yeah. hashtag you can't touch my muffins. Right. <laughs> Wait, a, a good thing to do is probably just to like go on and find out what's trending and then just like oh here's the tragedy and then go ahead and try to market your article yeah. oh believe is. me I know I know a lot of, <laughs> is it too early for a meme I know a lot of I know a lot of people who do stuff like that they'll just be on Twitter all day just commenting on whatever's trending just to well that's why just they, to get more followers that's, and that's smart well I mean that's yeah. why they hire a lot of people hire other people to do it I mean yeah. It, it is. It's absolutely time-consuming, especially yeah. if you have any decent amount of following. Your pro- phone probably would run out of battery in ten minutes because the damn thing's constantly vibrating. Right, right. <laughs> or blinking. Yeah. Or whatever they do. Whatever it does, bounces up, tells you. you know. Well, they 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 do both. But the one thing I hope they don't do with the women's division is like if they break it up. I like to see like back in the day. I remember how like Brock Lesnar. Was the mm-hmm. uh, undisputed champion? Yeah. Well, after a while, they became the exclusive SmackDown, but it was just primarily the main champion. You know, they went through both brands. Right. I like to see that happen with the women's division too. Yeah. Like you have you have some up and comers that are like like Bailey needs to come up. That yeah. Is, that she she's the Finn Balor of the women's division. Yeah, like be like you've been in NXT forever, and it's like you don't need to be like they need to. So it'll it'll be good when they finally do, and they're obviously doing that on purpose to build yeah. like. Like when they finally do come out, it's gonna be like a huge pop. So yeah. they need to have like a fatal four way. They need to bring up Bailey and then have her, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and then well, maybe... the four horsewomen. Yeah, and then have yeah. them all go at it for the belt and make it like the main event on a pay per view. Well, well, they got her match. Well, they got Sasha Banks back in there right yeah, now. I'm so glad she's back. She's what, my favorite. What was she doing for a while that she wasn't like even on TV? Um, I think well, I I don't know. I know she was doing that that um the magazine shoot. Okay. She admitted that, but I think it's something creatively, or she got hurt or something. Like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe a minor injury. Yeah, and it's just like creatively, it just when I guess wouldn't pan yeah. out right. But now it's the perfect time because you know Charlotte's been getting over a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, maybe Bailey will come out in uh, for SummerSlam. Because she's a fun, upbeat person at SummerSlam. It's the biggest party of the summer, right? <laughs> Everybody wants a hug at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. But she really hit up with the cane like she did to Tommy Dreamer on the Edge of Christian show. That was a good one. <laughs> that show got so much... Like, when that show started, I was like, eh, it was a couple funny things. And But as it went on, it got yeah. really funny. It was like they got their nervousness out of this. The, the Sean Mooney one was excellent. Oh Classic. Oh, my God. Do we Gene? <laughs> yeah. They're all doing their, their, their shtick. He's like, are you kidding me? And he serves them like... What, what do you serve? Sh- like a cup of shit to Tommy Dreamer, and, and Tommy Dreamer, right? and uh, Christian was like, Christian was like, Mooney's a fucking legend. is Christian still with the WB or is, he? He um. Oh, he's not like. There an was a formality, wrestler. basically. Yeah, he's not an active wrestler. Right. So they, when they said like they let him go, it was like a formality. They're like, oh, it, it was like. In office space when Milton, Why? yes, oh. they're, they're like, so we fixed the glitch. He's no longer works here. He's not. He's like, for, for some reason, he was still getting paychecks, but now we fixed the glitch. So, so that's oh, what they he'll do with Christian. Yeah. Yeah, awesome yeah. he'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, um, I haven't got paid. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, have you seen my stapler? <laughs> yeah, so like, I think Christian was just like still, like, uh, under contract as an active wrestler. Oh, okay. So they just cut that 
part of the contract. I got really upset. I'm like, why would he do that? Edgy Christian show is like the awesome is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't so. get rid of something that you like. Which means he'll probably be retiring, I guess. I mean, you he's, think he's, he's, he's not doing anything. anything. I think he will. I think he will. He'll get a minor one. I don't yeah. think he'll get. He'll like be like the, main... the star of the Hall of Fame, but yeah, he'll be. He'll be on there, I think, in in the next couple of years. I, I I like I like to see somebody going to go in there, but it's like it's not many big names left. I mean, Daniel Bryan will be a big one. Oh yeah, that'll definitely. be at least in a couple of years. <clears throat> um, who else? Rick Rude obviously still needs to go in. I know. Why not Rick Rude? It's weird. Yeah, he's he's the he's just like how Savage was for so long. Well, I heard, I heard that with um with Savage had a lot to do with Lanny. You know, it was like, oh, oh I want yeah. to make a deal. I want yeah, I heard that too. Me. I'm like, no one cares about you, genius. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like you as a gimmick. I'm like, you had Mr. You were Mr. Perfect's manager. I'm like, that's only yeah. that's the only thing that made you famous. You were hanging with Kurt. Hayden. I mean, I love the genius. The yeah. genius. He, he, he was hit. He, he's so like, oh. he was a great um, poet. He was a great <laughs> heel too. He's a great, he was like one of those original cowardly. Like when he was genius just, heels. Like remember before guy. that, he was a sleeping Lanny Poffo. He used to throw all his frisbee with the, with the one, the poem he had on. Yeah. Who's the guy who always came out there with like a tennis racket that looked like it was like... Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Yeah, was that him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd always hit people with it. Yeah. Remember Johnny Polo? He's a great promoter. Remember Johnny Polo? Yep, Johnny Raven, Raven early Raven. Raven. <laughs> Johnny Polo. Oh, yeah. man. Who did he manage? I'm trying to the think. The Quebecers. Okay, yep. It was uh, Jacques, uh, uh, Jacques Rougeau. No, and, uh, uh, Jacques Rougeau and uh, his name was Jacques St. Pierre. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Quebecers. They used to do the movie, come off the thing. It was like a big you know, cannonball when he held his hand and he went up there, a big old, swing, oh, yeah, big yeah. old centon bomb come down. Right. Oh, boy. One person, like, I don't know if he's in it yet, was Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, if he's in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, is he in the I'm movie? not But that's a guy. I feel I like he might have gone in recently. Yeah, you would think that, or even Oliver Hart. Maybe he hasn't. You might be right. I don't think he has gone in the Hall of Fame. Somebody ask their phone. Huh? Ask a phone. Ask a phone? Oh, yeah. yeah, ask a Let's phone. Let's see. We need yeah. to know. Technology is 2016. Time to ask a phone. Be like, phone. Do, 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 no, no, I'm willing. Do, 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 well, I think he's dead, for sure. Yeah, he, he has passed dead. away. He, had, he passed away a while back. Bam, but, uh, bam. What about King Kong Bundy? Why is he in the Hall of Fame? Fine. He's not in the Hall of Fame? Not that I know of. Bundy? I know no. what Stud is. Well, didn't like he, he go from, like, a... the main event to, like, wrestling little people? Like, yeah, WrestleMania 2, he had a big storyline where he took Hulk Hogan out, and then it was, like, a, a match that Hogan had with Don Morocco. He was called the Magnificent Morocco back then. Mm. And um, it was, like, a, I believe it was, like, a Saturday Night's Main Event or something like that, and then he, um, Avalanche him and splashed Hogan. He was out. He had bad ribs, and then they set up a big fight at WrestleMania 2 in a steel cage match. <clears throat> and that mm. was, like, one of the... The good ones, and then the following year, he's he's wrestling against Hillbilly Jim, against midgets. All right, there's a there's a Bleacher Report article. He is not in the Hall of Fame, so these are the biggest uh, omissions from the Hall of Fame right now. Oh, they have a list. Yeah, hold on. Oh, lay it on us, man. Let's see, twenty biggest omissions. Stars who have yet to retire. So obviously, it's Undertaker, Triple H, Kane. Uh, Jericho is obviously going to get one eventually. Oh. Um, well, these don't count. <laughs> oh, the rock. Oh, the rock, rock, is... rock and Roll Express. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Diamond Dallas Page, but he'll get in there. Yeah. Oh, he will, yeah. Um, Psycho Sid. That'd be cool to see. Pillman's not in there. Yeah, Pillman should be. They should They should do a whole thing for the whole, like, the whole How long was his faction. career? He had a weird career, though, because, yeah, Pillman had, like, he was injured for so much of his 
like career when he was in ECW and he WWE. He for the Bengals, didn't he, before he went to yeah. wrestling? Yeah. And so, I mean, he he worked throughout the 90s. He just was injured for a lot of the time he was, like, actually becoming mm-hmm. big. Mm. So he was tag teams with Stone Cold Steve, o- Steve Austin, the Hollywood, Hollywood Blondes, Blondes and WCW. Uh, and then, yeah, he got, he went to, went to ECW. Well, he, he wrestled, obviously, yeah. like, on his own in WCW for a little while. I remember when Stone Cold, when Pillman first came in, he had that little storyline together where he broke his ankle. And then Brian Pillman was at home, and then he had a gun. <laughs> oh, this must be an old article, because this lists Medusa, who's in there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pillman, a 9 millimeter. Pillman. Honky Tonk Man is not in the Hall yeah, of Fame. he should be in it. That's surprising. Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, Stan Hansen. Oh, wait, no, he got he in this year. in it this year, yeah. Uh, Demolition. Yep. Who's not th- who Have they ever part. done a tag team? Jake the Snake's listed. He's in there now. With Demo- Demolition? Well, must, no, yeah, I mean, have they, ever, have they ever have they ever put anybody in the hall as a tag team? Yeah, yeah. Um, Freebirds yeah, is Free listed Birds. right here, and yes, they just went in as a tag team. Um, uh, Legion of Doom. Le- yep, Legion um, of Doom. Yeah, uh, um, Four Horsemen. Yeah, the Four Horsemen. Um, yeah, there's been there's been quite a few. Like the ones I tag teams I want to see in here is the Bulldogs. British Bulldogs. Yeah. British Bulldogs. They should be in there. The Hall Foundation either has a tag team or a faction. Ron Simmons, who's... Wait, did he get in this year? He's Ron Simmons been in it for a couple of years. Yeah, this must be an old list. British Bulldogs listed. Rick Rude, and, obviously. And JBL's not even in the Hall of Fame yet. Bob Backlund. He's, He's in not? It. Really? Maria Menudo's, Maria Menudo's actually... Um, that was like a two, year, two years ago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, this must be like three years old. Lou Fez, I think he also got in three, yeah, two they years did a ago. Thing, they did a thing... Um, this year, where they had the classic, that they had side induction, when they yeah. asked him all these golden era guys like yeah. Luthes and uh, like I know Gorgeous George is in there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Owen Hart. Owen needs to be in there bad. Bruno San Martino, who got in two years ago. Um, Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who would induct Vince. Obviously, he's gonna get a nod. They... And Macho Man, which is. Obviously, he he if, got in. If it, when McMahon gets put into the Hall of Fame, Jesse Ventura better do the induction. Oh yeah, I would McMahon. Love it. You you haven't told me what to do, McMahon. You still can't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're in my state now. Yeah. Remember, I'm I'm a Navy SEAL. It'll probably be like Shane and Stephanie together inducting yeah. him or something like that. And, and uh, I could that. see it being Triple H. Yeah, Triple H. Or Triple H, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Vince, I want to just tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this guy's good enough. He's hokey. <laughs> Send him a TNA. He just squashes somebody. With... <laughs> During the induction, he just uh, buries somebody. I don't know. It did feel like for a while like he was slapping people down like crazy. Why oh, don't yeah. you just give it to me again? Oh, well, look at Kennedy. <laughs> Oh yeah, Mr. Kennedy. He was, you know what, Kennedy. He was. He did mess up a lot, and that's the reason why they did let him go. I and heard. he wasn't. He was hurting people. Yeah, and you can't do that in the business, right? You know, and he was never that all that. I mean, I liked him when he first came in, but his his shtick kind of wore but a little sh- tired. He just skyrocketed him. Yeah, know, like going through all these former world champions, even going. That was a rough. That was a rough time, though. Yeah, that was like the, the mid two thousands. Bad, bad time. See, I always thought 93 was probably the worst time in WWE history. Yeah, it's one of those transitional periods. Gimmicks, the new generation. It's coming out of the rock and wrestling era, and then, like, ECW was coming out, and, like, people were like, uh, I don't really 
care about watching Doink the Clown anymore, and uh, I kind of want to watch that? these guys bleed all over each other. Is that that's a little more entertaining for me because I'm because you know what I'm 14 now and I need something. <laughs> 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 and I'm an adult. Yeah. All right. I want to see someone bash someone's head in with a sledgehammer or a, a barbed wire bat. I don't want to see some clown throwing confetti at me. Yeah. Who is he? Rip torn? Rip Taylor? Who is <laughs> Rip, Rip Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's that's where that came about. And then they transitioned the attitude ever, obviously. And then um, after that, they did the whole invasion thing, which they had like too many people on the roster that they didn't know what to do with. I was at that raw, similar to right now, and uh, hopefully. And then after that, like the late. Mid late two thousands was not good. It's, I don't. I was not it's a fan. It's because okay, we have no more competition, so let's do what we gotta do. People are gonna watch anyway because they're bored. And CM Punk, in my opinion, like really saved it in two thousand eleven when yeah. he cut that promo and started making things more interesting. I just wish they would have given more time to um, build on that. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was it was hot for a little while, and okay, yeah. it fizzled out really quick. Well, the best is when it fizzled uh, out kind of fast. Yeah, like when he left as the holding champion without having a contract. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, and I guess he had signed, according to what he says. I watched they, the viral video where CM Punk comes in, and Triple H was doing a Q&A at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he, because uh, yeah. that was in the storyline, but I guess he legitimately didn't sign a new contract until that day. Yeah. The money in the bank of that money in the bank match. So it was like the final hour. Yeah, yeah. There was like right before the pay per view was supposed to that start. So, like, so what are we doing here? Like it was just great how it went because you even see him go against. He went to an indie circuit, even wrestled Dean Ambrose. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. know that. It was like that's, a that's like cool. little gymnasium match. He what like, after that match? He had the belt with him and everything. Oh, that's even, awesome. He'd be going to his like school. He's like, look what I got. That was a cool, uh, a cool angle. Oh, that was, it was one of the most original ones that they had. And it Cause, felt real. Cause it, I remember I hadn't, like I hadn't watched like wrestling for like eight years or something. Hmm. Like at that point. Yeah. You know? And see, it brought a lot of people back in like that, that Las that Vegas up thing. On yeah. Social media. It's like, did you just see what happened? And then mm-hmm. uh, like I posted on there like, yeah, you gotta see this promo. It's crazy. And then it was legitimately a good product for the next couple of years. And, uh, I think, I feel like last year, or like oh four, I mean like fourteen, fifteen, two thousand fourteen, fifteen was kind of weak. No, it was totally weak. And, and like uh, Seth and Rollins was the only really thing good, yeah. keeping it going, really. Yeah, it was very stale. Like the and same it, people faced each other all the time. Mm. And like I remember back in the day, you know, when I when I was watching on the weekends, Saturday morning after Saturday morning cartoons, you know, be be able to see these guys, like the bad guys, the typical heel, you know, go against guys like probably like like. I Mike Sharp or, mm-hmm. or, you know. And just cut right through them. They used to showcase them. people, the stars like that, yeah. all the time on Saturday. And those are the best just guys Right through them. Just like Steve Lombardi. Steve Lombardi, yeah. Barry Howards, they pull a lot of people over. Right. And that was their job. And you basically, man, I can't wait for this guy to get his fucking ass kicked. You know, it's like, like Honky Tonk Man had the longest, one of the longest runs. As an intercontinental champion. intercontinental champion. All of a sudden, here comes the Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam 88, and you beat him like eight seconds. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we finally beat him. Like, <laughs> I remember that's how Randy Savage became a face. Because Honky talked to me and said, I'm the greatest champion of all time. He's like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you think you're going to take my team? Oh, no. I'm like, Honky Talk Man, it's on. And then <laughs> and then the Hot Foundation was holding a, holding Macho Man, and he just leveled him with the guitar. Yeah. And he just, he just, you just see 
Randy sell it so well, he just like went limp. Right. And, and then Miss Elizabeth is like crying and everything. He's like, stop it, stop it. Uh, Savage was so good. Mm. I, uh, yeah, no, uh, there's definitely something to be said about that, uh, that, that whole CM Punk thing that turned everything around. And then there were a couple weak years and then, and now that they're starting to have like, I think since Shane McMahon came back, it started yeah. to get really interesting again. Like, he has that whether, vision. whether or not he actually had so much to do with that it's or if he fresh. was sort of like the catalyst that sort of the poster boy for that whole thing. I mean, he obviously did have those feelings mm. about, uh, about the product, but. Well, I mean, he's, he's back with the company now, right? He's no longer working and it was like. I don't know if he, how much he actually has to do with the company right now, though. Technically, like actual backstage. I don't even know what his title pull. is. Yeah. Well, he I mean, you, you, you can't like half be on the show. Yeah. But he unless, also unless he finds been... a way to only be out there for pay-per-views and raw. Yeah. It's like they've been taking so, turns. It's like but working he wasn't once even a week. on. Yeah. He wasn't even on like a, a few of the raws in the past couple months. So. Ah, so. So he'll be there sometimes. Except for McMahon rubbing it. Oh, guess what? She's yeah. on here. He's on vacation as usual. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. That did start this whole thing of like bringing new talent and everything, and, it, and it's really cool, and, I, and it's exciting to watch every week again. I just hope, you know, you obviously can't have like surprise guests every goddamn yeah. week, so hopefully they they're they're good enough to keep it rolling like that. It's good to keep in it. It's 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 it sinks you in because you want to go. Okay, what's gonna happen next week? What's mm-hmm. gonna happen next week? And AJ's killing it. AJ's doing great. He's taking that ball and run with it. You know, he's, yeah. He's always been that talent, and to me, I, I I was I never thought that John Cena and AJ Styles was the typical dream match. Yeah, because I never really thought about it because they're two different spectrums. Like John right. Cena is big and powerful and all that kind of stuff. He can't do. He has his five moves of doom, mm-hmm. and then you have AJ Styles. Get he he makes his own moves up. You yeah, put a little extra on it. And, but yeah, but if you put it like that, then yeah. it does sound like a perfect dream match. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's let the big. Spider Man. They are, the yeah, they are total opposites type yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's it's perfect. So, so. what's the uh, what's the next pay per view looking like? Battleground. Battleground um, looks good. Triple threat um, for the world title, world WB World Heavy Championship. Yeah, so. yeah, and the likely doing AJ Styles Cena again. Yeah, they are. Um, and let's see, what is it? Charlotte versus Sasha. I is it been announced yet? I don't know because they. I mean, she's I thought back. it was going to drag out to like about SummerSlam. Yeah, they might want to do that at SummerSlam. Yeah. I was surprised they're doing the triple threat match at at Battleground. Why not save that to SummerSlam or or a major pay per view? It's the yeah. Shield. It's like the big yeah. Shield triple threat shield match. Reunion. Yeah, or maybe it's one of those things where the match is so good that they know that like people are going to go ahead and tune in. Yeah, but they uh, you'd think they'd save it for like a major event. That's all. Like I don't know. It's just like a match that people have been waiting for like, for a while. This, like a Sasha yeah. Banks. I mean, if you say it like that, it makes sense. But like the product still is like on shaky ground. It's doing way better than it was. But yeah, they just want to sell a minor paper, a more minor pay per view because Absolutely. they know people are gonna buy SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I can, I can see that. But that's what I like to see. My the match I want to see is a uh, Sasha versus Charlotte. At yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. That's going to be good. They might do another tag match because I mean it was weird that they did a, a women's tag match at a at what's it called? Uh, the one that just at Money in the Bank. Yeah, at Money in the Bank. I don't know yeah. why they did a, a women's tag match, not yeah, a title match. Probably to build up the turn that Natalie had. Yeah, you know, she's just going to frustrate so. and started beating the snot out of Becky Lynch. I bet maybe they'll do a triple threat match at Battleground. 
like uh, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, oh, yeah, and then and, they'll and, do the one-on-one at SummerSlam. Like, like, like Sasha got the short in a stick or something like that. And something like that, yeah. Or like Charlotte ended up just leaving. Mm. <clears throat> that'll be good. Any mix of that would be great, though, even if you threw Bailey in there. Oh, that'd be nice. If they did a, ooh, even better. How about they do Sasha Banks and Charlotte at a... Uh, at Battleground, and then you bring Bailey in for SummerSlam, do a fatal four-way of the four horsemen women. That would be sweet. For the title. That'd be good enough to be a main event. Yeah. That's right in, right in the Barclay. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. Um, That's all speculation, though. But that's a great thing about being a fan. I know. You, know, you, can, you can always... Speculative what bullshit. What yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, what do you say? All right. Um, let's set up the... Alright, guys. I have a feeling that if I left this thing on all night, I'd have a podcast that'd be like 25 hours long or something stupid. Yeah, you'd have a whole series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a whole that's series. A good, that's a series. An actual Iron Man marathon of... Yeah. How long can these two men talk <laughs> about professional wrestling? You just have like 12 episodes in one day? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's like, a possibility. Uh, never if we ever get never. involved in Twitch, we could try to go for the record. Yeah. We spend so much money on Red Bull for you guys. Not me. <laughs> I need yeah. my beauty sleep. Yeah. Um, well, you both got creative endeavors going on. Plug yourselves. Okay. I, uh, I got, um, so I write a weekly, uh, wrestling article for the Metro website, uh, Metro Boston. So if you go on the Metro website, uh, metro.us. And it's the, uh, it's called WWE Talk, and I write one that comes out pretty much every Sunday. Um, occasionally, once in a while, there'll be one that comes out on Monday, uh, depending usually if it's on a long weekend or not. Um, but, yeah, so check that out. I write it every week, and you can follow me on Twitter at I am Nathan Burke, and my fan page, my comedy fan page, uh, Nathan Burke Comedian on Facebook. Nice. <clears throat> Well, well, you, Vin. Well, me, I, as uh, most people don't know, I, I'll be starting my own thing as well. You know, uh, doing vlogs and all that kind of stuff will be coming up soon on YouTube and Twitch. But right now, if you just want to get, you know, you want to follow me, I'm on at Scorpion Marine on Twitter. Um, I don't have a Facebook fan page because I have no fans yet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's that's what I'll be doing. It's fine. Neither do I. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I, I think I have more bots on Twitter than I do actually people. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful uh, women friend me every day. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> cougarhunt.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, my podcast, you can listen to So Now I'm the Asshole on uh, iTunes and on fans.fm slash So Now I'm the Asshole, which is my comedy podcast. That sounds like a great catchphrase. <laughs> so Now I'm the Asshole? Yeah, no, that's, that's not bad. I see, put on t-shirt. Your, I see your t-shirts in the future. Exactly. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Um, depending on uh, how much people enjoy it, uh, we may or may not do this again very soon. Uh, I think it went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you once again, Nathan and Ben. And as always, stay, stay vigilant. vigilant.